Now, normally on this podcast, it would be uh, two strapping young gentlemen, that would be me, Colin and Joe, talking about random crap for about 20 minutes or so. But um, for this um, little sort of half episode, I, there's just something I wanted to get off my chest, really. Um, a bit of a grumble. Uh, so I thought this podcast would be the best avenue to do that. So it's just going to be me, and I'm going to uplo- upload this episode on a Wednesday. So our normal upload date is Monday. Um, so this will probably only be about 5-10 minutes. But it's just something I've been thinking about the past few days, and... Um, after an interview I went to last week, I just wanted to get some things off my chest about it. Um, so, as I said last week, I went to an interview. Now, the whole concept of the Degreeable podcast is that I'm an ex-student, I have a degree, and I can't find a job. So, uh, three years of education hasn't really helped me. Um, and the whole point of the podcast is that it's contrasting opinions because I have a degree, I did university, whereas Joe has never been to university and he's just gone from job to job. He's he can, f- It's so easy for him to find a job. It's fucking annoying, to be honest with you. Um, so that's the um, demographic. That's not, that doesn't work, does it? That's the, uh, the point of the podcast. That's two contrasting opinions. So... Ever since I left university, I've been trying to find a job within the media industry uh, in the UK. And the media industry in the UK is very tough to get into. Basically, the old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That really is true. Because instead of employing like just out-of-university um, graduates who are passionate about the industry and just want to you know, get in and get stuck in and work employers are just media companies are just employing people they know so people who um you know are low down in the company they'll just put them in higher up positions and they'll just reshuffle their um their uh, workforce rather than bringing in someone new or they'll be recommended someone who already works in the industry which means it's really tough for ex-students and graduates like myself to get in and last week i went to an interview i won't say where who it was with or whatever so that's the um what's just happened there i've had to stop the recording and continue and um this sort of links on to the whole me wanting a job so desperately because that was my mum calling me i'm in my early 20s and i still live at home with my mum it's quite depressing really uh anyway so what was i saying yes last week i had an interview i won't say where or who it was with um just in case you know anyone listens to this and they're like you shouldn't have said that blah 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 um so basically i went to this interview and it wasn't for a job it's for a uh, internship sort of thing traineeship like something that's going to train me up you know to be able to uh well well, sort of train me up but it's also paid work as well so i would be trained up with really essential skills to help me get a job in the future but also be given some paid work but it wasn't guaranteed it's sort of like freelance work uh, so I went to this interview, and it was, a, it was an all-day interview. It was from half nine in the morning to half five in the afternoon, and it consisted of four parts. Uh, there was a group exercise, because I wasn't the only one being interviewed. Uh, there was a written exercise, and there was also um, a 30-minute um, time slot where I had to come up with an idea for a program. And also, finally, it was an individual interview. And the main part of this whole process that I was most nervous about was the group exercise uh, part of it. Because even though working in the media industry, working in a team is an essential part, uh, 
of success within radio, TV or whatever, I really do sometimes struggle to work within a large team. I find it quite easy to communicate with small teams, like, you know, like groups of two or three. But when the group gets quite big, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I found it really difficult to get my point across. Um, it's, maybe it's because I'm a bit socially awkward, maybe? I don't know. But it's just I find it really hard, you know, because I've got... I think I do have well I know I have some good ideas but I do really find it difficult to express myself in that sort of situation so that was the part of the whole day I was really worried about I, that if I was going to slip up on any bit any part it was that part and because all the people applying for this position now they weren't just going to employ one person they were going to employ over a hundred people but there's about 300 people they've they're interviewing so it's a long story but um I was worried that I, I mean, what they're doing is, what, what basically what happened is I was put in a group with seven people who had only, I'd only just met. We had to come up with, with an idea for a program. And in the room, this boardroom where we did this group exercise, there was four people in each corner. There's a person in each corner of the room and they had a clipboard and they're basically just going to analyze how we worked in a team. And I think I, got, I drew the short straw for the interviews because the group I was in, all of them were such loud, confident people in their own ability. Now, I'm confident in my own ability, but I do, as I said, I find it hard to express myself, like, you know, verbally sometimes when there's a lot of people in the room. I find it really difficult to do presentations. When I was at university, I found them really difficult. And I I was just put in this group of people who are so loud. They all, you could tell they were all so desperate to make a good impression. Like, and it really opened my eyes to the, the um with the um reach of the quality of people who are applying for these positions there was station managers there were people who own their who own their own companies there was music producers and then there's me just a year out of university never had a job proper paid job in radio um trying to get this position and i don't know it sort of made me feel a bit deflated you know just knowing that I'm competing with all these types of people to get jobs in the media industry there was even someone who'd who's like about 20 years older than me and had worked in the industry when she was trying to get this you know, really low down position it really is quite sad to see when you're you're so, like me when you're so desperate just to get in you know just to prove employers that you can actually work within the media industry like you are a hard-working dedicated person anyway so back to this group exercise and I found it. I I don't think I really added much to the group exercise because everyone else was just so chatty, like so loud, and I found it really hard to get my points across. Like there was, there was almost like a battle for people to talk. Everyone wanted to show they could work as a team, but everyone was so so desperate to make it be shown that they that they had ideas and stuff. They were so desperate to you know make a good impression in this group exercise, and. I I think I didn't do very well in it. I think I could have done better. I, I it's just it was exactly how I expected it to go. I found it hard to get my point across. I don't think I really contributed much to it. At the beginning we all went round the room and gave our ideas and I was so nervous about just talking in front of all these people that I could, you know, when it's it's dead silent in the room and you you swear that everyone else in the room can hear your heartbeat because your heart's going so fast. I was so nervous. And I don't think I got my idea across very well because the looks they gave me after I read it out, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being self-critical. But I just wanted to get this all off my mind. And the people I was with, now, I would class them as arseholes. 
are just basically because they were so cocky. They were, you know, talking themselves up and just they wouldn't let me get a word in edgeways. And that really did annoy me, you know. And I hope what will work in my favour is these people didn't let me get a word in edgeways. So that will hopefully maybe show that they can't work well in the team. I don't know. Anyway, so the next part was the written exercise. And I completely fucked up on that because I didn't finish the written exercise. It was half an hour long. We basically had to read this email and circle mistakes in it. And I found it really difficult. My mind just couldn't concentrate. I was so nervous, you know, the pressure... And it didn't help that after I'd done the exercise, everyone else was saying, oh, that was really good. I, I think I, I was really easy, wasn't it? I was basically like, just fuck off, all of you, just fuck off. You're all a bunch of pricks. And maybe I'm just a grumpy bastard, but I hate them all even more. But it's just, everyone's just trying to be nice to each other, but it's quite an awkward situation because you've just met all these people and you're all trying to get the same positions. So you want to be friendly, but you don't want to be too friendly because you're against them. It's it's really weird. Um, for anyone who's ever been in the group exercise, a group interview would probably know how it feels. Um, so I fucked up on the written exercise. And lastly, well, there was the pitching bit, but the, the pitching bit was going to come within the individual interview. And my individual interviewers were two people in the... Um, two people who are high up in this company. And I think I did quite well in the individual interview. I think I showed my passion. I showed my knowledge of the company. I, sh- I thought my, I think they even said after that my idea, my the program I pitched to them was really good. So I hope that's all going to work out well. I'm hoping I'll get through on the individual interview. I'm not confident though. I mean, there's a saying, it's from one of my favorite songs by a band called A Day to Remember called All I Want. Um, and the saying is, keep your hopes up high and your head down low, which I like to think means like always be hopeful, but don't, you know, show off. Don't say you're confident. You know, always keep things down low, always keep things down key. If you don't, you know, get your hopes up, you're not going to be disappointed. And I've had that before where I've been to an interview or I've applied for a job and I've been so confident that I'm going to get the job that I've just felt so deflated afterwards. So now I just every time I've been to an interview or applied to a job, I just go in with the mentality, oh I they'll, they'll probably find someone else with more experience. I won't get this job, which I know some of you may may think that's silly thinking like that because, I mean, come on, you've got to be confident in your own ability. I am. I think I'm a bloody good producer of audio content. I think I can create really good programs. I have in the past and I will do in the future. I'm confident in my own ability, but I don't like to get my hopes up, you know, I don't like, well, no, that's wrong. I do like to get my hopes up, like, but I don't like to make my mind think that I'm I'm going to get a position or be overconfident, you know. I you know, trust in my own ability, but I don't want to be disappointed. I mean, that deflated feeling when you're so confident you're going to get a job or, you know, you've done really well and then you get, you know, brought down to earth with a bump. I remember once when I was in my first year of university, I sent a demo tape to a local community station, radio station, and the guy emailed back and was and pretty much said it was the worst demo he'd ever heard in his life. Now, this is my first year of university, so, you know, I don't really care too much. But at the time, I was so deflated. That really knocked my confidence. So now I try just to take any any um, setback I get, any job rejection, I just take it in my stride and take it on board and I hope it you know, allows me to improve as a person. But I just wanted to you know talk about that interview because the main point I want to get across is the people who are up against, all very talented people, but I didn't like how 
they just felt they they needed to talk for no reason. They needed to talk when there was no need to talk. All these people were obviously very confident in their own ability. There was drama students there as well who were applying for these positions. But I think it's important to listen to people. And even though I didn't say much when we were all, you know, when we were back in the um, waiting room and we were talking, I didn't say much. You know, as I said, I find it quite difficult to talk in large groups. You know, I find it quite awkward. I I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm worried that people will think I'm stupid for things I say or, you know, think I'm an idiot or something like that. I don't know. Um, but these people just don't know how to have a silence. You know, they don't know how. To, I don't think they really listen. They're so wrapped up in their own opinions and their own abilities that they just fail to understand that there's other people around who, you know, who have thoughts and feelings as well. And, you know, I just can't stand that in people, people who feel they, I mean, there are people there who are just like really nice people, but there are some people who are just, you know, shut up, basically, was in my head, just, you don't need to keep talking, you don't need to act as if you're like the best, you're like God's gift, I don't know, and it, I, I don't like it when you can visually see that someone is really nervous, now, I was really nervous in the whole process of this interview day, this um, assessment day, but I could see that other people were also really nervous like and I thought these people are so young like like me I'm young as well like even if we don't get this you can just apply next year because it's a yearly thing there's still opportunities out there but I don't know it's, it, I guess it just opened my eyes to the people I am up against in this world this media industry and I think it's been very tough for me to find an actual career within the media industry I mean if I could I'd my whole if I could do it, I'd just give up and start a bloody podcasting business because I love doing this, like, you know, just talking in, into a microphone and just saying how I feel, really. And as I talk, other things come into my head, really. I mean, this podcast, originally when I had it all thought out, was just going to be me talking about, um, <laughs> just talking about how I hated everyone on my assessment day. But now, as I talk, I'm thinking back to it, and these people though some of them were a bit too chatty in a sense like they were so wrapped up in their own abilities and showing off like and some of them like like to name drop people they know within the industry i just i just realized now that they're just like me they're so desperate to work they just want to i don't know they're just so desperate to get work that they want to try and make other people feel threatened or try and compare their experiences to other people's experience to see if, you know, they're, if they're higher up on the food chain, if that makes any sense. It probably doesn't. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, my little rant over with. I probably, there's probably no point to this whole 15 minute discussion on this interview, but I just wanted to talk about it because, you know, it's been on my mind and, um, I guess I did feel a bit deflated after the assessment day because, you know, it doesn't matter how well you do in an interview. You're always going to think, why didn't I say that? Why did I say that? Why, how can I forget to say this? And that did happen a few times. But I am, I think more than I have been in the past, I think I did a good individual interview. I think my group assessment was very average and my writ, I think the group assessment average, the written test completely fucked up and the individual good. So I'm hoping it'll all balance out and I might just scrape through, but we shall wait and see. We shall wait and see. Anyway, yeah, thank you for listening to my ramblings. Um, we'll be back next Monday with the next episode of Degreeable. But until then, bye-bye. <laughs>